Hey there. The holidays are here, so it's good to know Fred Meyer can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Fred Meyer has got you covered. So order for free pickup at fredmeyer.com or the app and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Welcome to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we educate and inspire people to live fuller lives through mindful practices. Let's get started with your host, New York Times contributor, leadership advisor, sought-after keynote speaker, the author of the Amazon hot new release, Everyday Mindfulness from Chaos to Calm in a Crazy World. She's smart, strong, sassy, and a trendsetter in the field of mindful leadership. Your host, Holly Duckworth. Welcome to another episode of the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we talk to professionals, CEOs, leaders, researchers, and a cross-section of people who are living and leading mindfully in these fantastic and transformative times. I have a special conversation planned for you today. We are going to talk to my friend, Trisha Ben. She's a wife. She's a mother. She is a thought leader. She is the executive of an executive VP of the C-Suite Network, the general manager of the Hero Club, and a partner in the C-Suite Network. She has said yes to influencing and supporting the world of business first responders and the CEOs who need to reboot their business in this time of opportunity. Trisha, thank you for saying yes to coming on the show. Thank you so much, Holly. I am so thrilled to be here, and I, I absolutely love the work and thought leadership you're doing. And I have to say, I have quoted you many times over the last few weeks because we circled right away, and we said in the C-Suite Network, we don't want to lose anyone on our watch. And your triggers for watching for people that might be really, really struggling, I've used them repeatedly. So um, anyway, and that's just one tiny piece of it. I'm grateful for so many things about you, but, um, but really happy to be here. Well, it's truly my honor. Um, some of the listeners know I lead the C-Suite Network Mindful Leadership Council, which is the network of professionals and industry folks and CEOs that are looking to renew and refresh and reboot their commitment to mindfulness in this new, new business journey that we get to create together. And it's really my, my honor to do that. And the show's a powerful part of those conversations. Really exciting. Yes, it's so important. You know, at the end of the day, we have to have that place where we come back and center ourselves and understand what our focus is, what our mission is, who we're choosing to be on that mission with and, and how we succeed um, in terms of you know, what that success looks like for us and, and how we're going to get there. So clearly we've said just a little, little hints on your bio. You're, you're a woman who does a lot of different things. So what does mindfulness mean to you? How do you prioritize mindfulness in the framework? I talked to you the other day. I said, Holly, I got 20 Zoom calls today. Like, what's mindfulness mean to you? I did break my own personal record. I had 20 <laughs> scheduled meetings in one day, and I was still managing to stand at the end of it. Um, truly inspired. That's, that's why. I, I, get, I do have the honor of working with um, the most phenomenal uh, thought leaders, executive leaders, uh, CEOs, founders, investors in the world, and um, and it's it's it really truly is inspiring. And there has been phenomenal need, you know. And in terms of mindfulness for me, I 
Um, my background is quite varied. I, I was a senior executive of three enterprise-sized organizations. I learned that making money meant that you got left alone to make great decisions, even inside a $20 billion company. You know, So if you could figure out a business model that worked, you got to create great teams where you could be mindful. You know, mindful of not only how you perform and how you create great opportunities and so on, but how you open the door for that for your whole team and then teams beyond that and so on. And so there's, there's, a, there's a mission that goes along with success for me. You know, that is that I want to create great opportunity. I want to look for the amazing strengths of everybody I get to touch in all of the communities that I lead and that I'm part of. Um, and look at, okay, this strength is extraordinary. How do we build around that? How do we create opportunities? And when you do that, you align this mission where you become somebody who's serving, helping, supporting. And of course, people look to you to support them. And so it, it just, it goes hand in hand of having great impact, great leadership, great business, and, um, and great heart. You know, I, I find those three pieces uh, whatever way you end up ordering them, depending on the day, those things go together. Um, the other thing I would say is I don't believe in a balanced life. I, 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 do you, Holly? No. Yeah, okay. I, I, I don't believe in a balanced life. I think it was a really great concept when we had the sort of boomer generation accepting the Gen X generation into the workplace. I think it was a useful concept to kind of explain there should be something outside of just the hazing of really, really, really working hard and then, and then hopefully getting promoted to the next level. Um, so I think it had its use, but, but in today's day and age, I don't think it makes any sense at all anymore. Our lives are integrated. So I try to think about how do I integrate what my conditions of satisfaction are for my life in what I do. So whether that's being a mom, <laughs> being a spouse, being a friend, uh, being a, a business builder, uh, you know, my focus has always been on growth. How do I create uh, transformative growth and building new businesses? And um, even when I was in the larger organizations, so um, you know, for me, it's all about how do I balance, how do I integrate all of that together so I'm getting my conditions met. Um, for me, and I, I find this is like a, a really powerful exercise. What are your conditions of satisfaction? You need to be living those every day. And, and you're going to have little pieces that are maybe better served one day than another. Um, my first condition of satisfaction in my life is I want to reach for my great every day and I want to help everyone I touch get to theirs. That's huge condition of satisfaction for me. So if you go through, you know, and you have th maybe three, four uh, conditions of satisfaction, you can start to think to how am I making sure those are being met and how am I living in the moment to, to make sure that I'm recognizing that and enjoying that. One of the things I really enjoy about the C-Suite's focus on this is it, it is in and of itself a mindful practice because so often as thought leaders, CEOs or leaders, we're, you know, we're focused so much on giving to others that that question, what is my condition of satisfaction? invites that mindful question. We, we have to open up our heart and our mind and go, am I on the right path? And I think that's what this, this experience, this reboot of life is inviting us to do, is say, was I satisfied before? And if I wasn't, what am I willing to let go of for something new to step in? Yes, I agree completely. In fact, I think what you said was so profound because at the end of the day, this crisis is is a crisis of global proportion because everybody is going through it at the same time. Having said that, 
personally, professionally, in our business roles and community leadership roles, we are always going through some kind of crisis, right? At some point, we all go through different crises. It's usually just spread out a little more than it has been the last few weeks. And so, you know, we talked about the hygiene of washing our hands, right? And people said, well, weren't you washing your hands before? That's, you know, basic hygiene. It's the same with business, you know, and it's the same with our mindset for how we succeed, how we serve our communities, how we ensure that we've got business models that work for us to create the success that means we can have greater impact. You know, you can't have impact without success. You need resourcing to be able to impact and give back and so on. So, so I think, you know, those basic hygiene pieces of how am I taking care of myself? Am I focusing on the right things? Am I investing the way that I should be and the people that I need to have on board with me and, um, and that need me on board with them? And, and um, am I looking to the core uh, aspects of the most important metrics in terms of how I make what I'm invested in uh, successful? And, you know, we measure what matters, right? Um, so those things, those are basic business and personal hygiene items that I think sometimes we forget in the crisis, you know, uh, terrible uh, to go through it. But it is a reminder, these are things that we should be doing on a regular basis, not just around the moments that kind of hurt us the most. This is an opportunity for us to remember too that we're human beings not human doings. And so asking ourselves in this new creation process, how are we being in the doing? Yes. That and making sure we're enjoying that moment. You know, you know, what we've started to do in C-Suite Network is on Friday, and I know you're coming, Holly, um, we're going to have a celebration time. And I'm so excited about this because it, there's so much hard stuff that we're working through. Every day we're working with our executives and, and business owners through the, the tactics. You know, how do you apply for different loans? How do you ensure that you're doing everything you can to um, support your teams that are out there, you know, doing things to make your business move forward? All those, those types of things. Um, and then the personal health issues. We have so many people that have been lost and so on. Um, but, you know, all the more reason that we should be in the moment to celebrate the good things, the great things together. And so Friday, we're starting this celebra celebration where we're going to welcome new C-suite network members and then, um, and then share out what, what was a key insight or thing that happened in the network this week that's really exciting to share with everybody. And then what's coming up in the next week that we can all participate in and enjoy or things that people are running and so on. So I'm really excited about that because I think it really embodies that live in the moment. Don't forget, this is an incredible time. I'm enjoying thoroughly getting to be here with you and have this conversation. You know, that's something that because of our roles, we get to do. And so I, I think really taking that pause and taking in the moment, live it, don't forget to live in the moment uh, is critical. And mindfulness is a, as much about accepting what is ours to do and what is not ours to do. And as, as we were prepping for the show, you talked about, you know, the thing that you're doing is really stepping up and owning that you are the influential role within the C-suite, an influential business first responder. Tell me a little bit about the mindset adventure that got you to that place. Because people often think, oh, she just has this big title, but you had to go undergo your own becomingness mentally to get there. Was that an easy journey for you? How'd you get there? 
You know, I am, uh, I am incredibly mission driven. We represent and have a lot of veterans in our membership and I've never been a veteran. I'm so grateful for our veterans, um, but I align very much in terms of the, you know, you're on a mission. So, so to me, I, everything's in constant, um, you know, reflection. How can I do that just a little bit better? Or could we add this in? And, and so you're constantly learning. Uh, so one thing I have absolutely learned is give up on perfect. Give up on getting it right. You won't. <laughs> That's pretty much a given. It's just how fast can you get to iterating and learning? You know, so if you if you have learnings and you don't apply them, shame on you, right? Um, if you don't get to the point of getting any learnings, double shame, you know, <laughs> um, because you know you need to take action. You're not going to get it right. You're not going to get it perfect, but man, it's going to get you closer. And then you can start to apply that and learn from that. And I think you know stepping up in terms of uh, of leading such an incredibly influential network with so many uh, phenomenal leaders. I mean, you know, business leaders up into the billions, um, uh, our thought leaders that are global experts like yourself, Holly, on mindfulness, and we have it across every area that an executive would need. We have just phenomenal, you know, global quality faculty leadership um, through our C-suite network groupings. And, and I'm... Um, to step into that is just uh, phenomenal. So the way that I do it is I just think to how I can serve, right? So everything I'm doing, uh, we were talking earlier as well, my first book is there as a mock version with all those yellow post-it notes, or pink post-it notes, I should say. Um, I need some time just to finalize it. But, uh, but I'm, everything I'm doing in terms of all of my personal brand and communications and so on is truly to support our mission and just help elevate our leaders that much further. So I try not to think about it much. I try to step in and lead and I try to drop that whole thing of we have to get something perfect. No, we don't. We have to do something that helps and serves and then we learn, we grow, we build and, and that only attracts greater people to you. And, and it kind of speaks to those things that a lot, of, a lot of us as executives hold on and we put our armor on and we don't let people understand there's vulnerability. Well, that's ridiculous. When you share, look, hey, we're going to try this. What do you think? You know, you want to come on board. The next thing you know, you have people wrapping around you, bringing their expertise and, and really supporting it being a million times better than you could have ever dreamed of. So um, it's, there's, there's definitely a number of uh, learnings and, um, and, and just having a phenomenal tribe. So you know, building that tribe around you, it, it's absolutely critical and critically important as well. We were saying uh, earlier, uh, having that peer group that can both love you and let you cry on their shoulder, but also kick you in the butt and get you moving, um, you know, is invaluable. And we have that, you know, all through our network. I know Holly and I have that as a personal bond, but, um, but that is so critically important. Limiting beliefs. Another thing, you got to just let that stuff go. And so I've given a lot of tough love and it's certainly out of love, but I've given a lot of tough love over the last four weeks. Yes, there have been things that have been absolutely terrible, incredibly challenging, but the opportunity is extraordinary. It's a level playing field. Can you help somebody? Because if you can help them, they need you now. And that doesn't mean free. That means they need you now. It's a level playing field. There's so many things that um, you can do now that you couldn't do five weeks ago. So so yeah, that tribe, that connection, that's really important. And it fuels me every day. I'm, I'm smiling ear to ear 
because uh, I can't help myself. There's such an important mission to be on. And I'm, as I said, I'm really grateful for all of the people that make up uh, how extraordinary the C-Suite Network is. Well, and this is an opportunity, I, I think, to re remember mindfulness is a practice. It's not a perfect. Mm -hmm. And I, I say, said this on a lot of C-Suite calls, go now without knowing how. That if you know in your own mindfulness practice, whether it's walking or cooking or crayons or coloring or just having a glass of wine with a friend, that you tend to be a person who has to wait back and have a whole plan before you can, can jump in, mm -hmm. this is your time. Go now without knowing how. Um, you know, and that's why I was so excited about having you on the show is, is you, you represent that, um, you know, as a mom, as a wife, as an entrepreneur, as, as a friend that, um, we have this amazing opportunity as business first responders right now to take that gift that's uniquely ours and say, you know, in the bathroom when we're washing our hands, okay, spirit, what's my next thing to do? Okay. In intuition, what's my next thing to do? Hey, mentor, what's my next thing to do? And, mm -hmm. and, and make, make an inch towards it. Uh, my partner, uh, Jeffrey Hazlett, the founder of C-Suite Network, our, our chairman, uh, and, and you could say so many other things about Jeffrey. I love what he said in initiating the whole movement we have towards the business first responder, which is, look, I can't save lives physically. I can't sew masks but I do what I do really well. So I'm going to focus on that, you know, and I'm going to do everything I can in that space. And when you think about that and what your, your gift is, that's what you need to be focused on. So the idea of sitting back and waiting till the, the dust clears is, is just absolutely antithetical to everything we stand for in terms of being communal beings <laughs> that want to support great things happening. And I think if somebody, if something or somebody is making you feel that way, you need to break out <laughs> and you need to connect in because, um, because you know, it's tough for everybody. Those are just the facts. But, but how we choose to move in and jump into that fire, be there for people to support them, it's extraordinary. And I mean, I have a I have a personal experience of uh, crisis and you know really phenomenal business results in in my history. Do we have a time for me just to share a quick yeah. story, Holly? Okay, okay. So um, I was at a twenty billion dollar company years ago now, and I took a traditional uh, research function, market research function that was millions of dollars, and I transformed it into a multi million dollars a year um, revenue generating group. Now, what happened during the decade that I built that business is that we had the recession and my group was the only group in the entire division that met their financial targets, which was 20% growth year over year. And, and the way that we did that through that, the, the two terrible years of the recession uh, was because we were connected in and we were where our customers, our clients, our partners went to get help. And so I, that's why I, I really want to emphasize when people start to get panicked that help means no money. It really doesn't. You have exceptional value right now. It doesn't mean you won't pivot and change. In our own business right now at C-Suite Network, we opened up our membership. We've never had more members ever join the C-Suite Network each of the last four weeks, more than ever, any week ever before in our history. Now, it's a lower priced membership. But we also haven't lost any of our higher level membership. We've never had a higher retention rate. It's just, 
extraordinary. And that, and that speaks to the fact that we're, we're doing outreach that's more, um, you know, we're really honing in on creating opportunity around our higher level membership and our partners and so on. And then, and then we're opening the door for them to be able to reach out and have contact with and support the whole wider executive uh, membership as well. So, so, you know, it's, it, there are different ways. Everybody can um, create that pivot for their own business. Um, but, uh, but there certainly are, you know, lots of opportunities out there. So, uh, make sure you're getting that input, that great content to think through what might work for you and your business, um, and, and, and your career trajectory. Well, Trish, we always ask our guests this show that on the show, this question, and, uh, and I, and I know, I know what your answer is going to be before I even ask it, which is what are you working on now? How can we help? So what I'm working on right now is just building out the C-suite network. So anybody that's a VP or above or wants to be part of that, um, you know, that ecosystem, um, if you provide services to executives to help them succeed, our platform is all about an authentic place where if you are wanting to provide uh, great leadership and um, have great impact, you, you, you couldn't find a, a more uh, fitting tribe. So, so please, uh, that would be my ask, is anyone that, uh, that you know really is an executive that's driven to have great impact on their communities and support uh, lots of great things happening with their success, and then, and then certainly anybody that wants to fuel that success for executives, uh, I would love to meet them and incorporate them in uh, so many things that we're doing. Um, and very happy to share uh, all of the information on that. Well, Trisha, thanks for saying yes to being on the show. I know you, you've got another, another adventure to go, to go help someone else, and we're so grateful that you said yes. We will look forward to having you in on another show. Maybe we'll talk about the hero factor. And, and as this evolves, we'll bring you back and, and talk about what, what are the questions and the things that we can do to support this continued growth and evolution of this mindful living opportunity that we are in right now. I love that. So for a cliffhanger, everybody can think about what hero leadership means to them uh, and how do you step into that? Love it. Thank you so much, Holly. You're welcome, Trisha. Everyone remember mindful matters and so do you. We'll see you on another episode. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more mindfulness every day, visit everydaymindfulnessshow.com and download the three-day challenge and experience the ABCs of mindfulness. Mm-hmm.